rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, hold on, I'm coming. Yo, what's up? Hi, everyone, I'm Tara Devlin. I am the founder of rdtdaily.com, the delightful little website on which, well, on the Facebook page, on the, on the RDT Daily Facebook addendum, we meet every Saturday evening at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, and then we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. On, on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. So we meet every Saturday evening from 6 to 8, and that's what we do. Um, so let's see. In the beginning of the show, I generally do a little bit of, I guess, house housekeeping, we call it. Um, so we, uh, like I said, we meet here every Saturday evening. We're on Progressive Voices. We're on GDPR Revolution 99. That's another liberal, independent liberal radio station, so to, so to speak. I guess it's a podcast station. I don't know if it's on terrestrial um, it's sort of like progressive voices over, over the air. I mean, over the internet. And then what else? Uh, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, you know, all those other places, Stitcher, please follow us. Give us a review on iTunes, please. That helps us grow. If you can't donate, um, we also have a Patreon page. I know it's annoying. Everybody has a Patreon page. We have a Patreon page. RDT Daily has a Patreon page. The good thing about donating to RDT Daily. So if you go to if you go to Patreon, actually if you go to, if you go to RDT Daily, you should be able to find the link to our Patreon page. Uh, and but it's under my name and uh, Tara Devlin. And it's uh, but you're not just donating to this show. You're donating to keep the entire RDT Daily brand going and expanding. So that includes the writers who write our stories on RDT Daily. Not just me. We have we have some writers and editors who contribute, um, and hope, hopefully we'll one day be uh, sort of bigger than Breitbart. Wouldn't that be nice? And if you're a regular listen to, listener to the show, you know that I have a particular bug up my ass about Breitbart because. The, the one thing you can say about the right wing is that the billionaires fund their, their uh, endeavors. They really do. The right wing billionaires fund their, the media because they understand. Here's the thing. This is what we're up against. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of humanity. The right wingers understand that they don't have goodness, decency, democracy, anything that that will naturally expand and be spread among the people as a good thing. If something is good, what's the best thing? If you go to see a good movie, it's word of mouth. So they know they don't have that. That's why they have to lie to people. That's why they take over the means of communication. They understand that. We don't, for some reason, the liberal, um, those who are millionaires or billionaires or whatever the hell, they don't seem to get that we, we, in order for us to have a chance, we have to have an equal footing on, the, on all the platforms. Now, I don't know if you guys saw last week, this just reminded me of uh, these, these stupid, Repo I mean, the Republicans are stupid. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're a Republican. I hope, I'm glad you're here, first of all. But you got to, 
you really should look at yourself. I mean, if you're here, I guess um, there's hope because, but it's hard to look at yourself. I understand. I've had to do that. My, I mean, metaphorically, you know, not looking at yourself in a mirror. It is, that's hard too sometimes. I mean, look at me. Uh, it's not like I'm uh, some hot model or something. So it is, we all have to look at ourselves, but metaphorically, when you look at yourself, you you have to look and be like, hey, is this working for me? Is this not working for me? Um, don't look at yourself and say, my problems are because some brown person wants to get into the country. This, this, don't, don't, don't be a dupe. Now, um, the thing that really irritates me about the Republicans is that they are duped by the oldest tricks in the book. Read a history book, goddammit. Read one. And learn a little something. This is what's going on right now. But, all right, all right. Well, with uh, well, before I get into it, because I just have to say, if you guys don't, I know I'm annoying. All right, with this donation crap. I wish I I didn't have to. You know, my father was a garbage man and my mother was a nun. So I don't have. I'm not Donald Trump Jr. Thankfully, honestly. But if I was, I would do something decent with my money, like fund this radio, this uh, this show, and our website. I wouldn't go out there murdering beautiful animals for, for my purient pleasure. But everybody who donates um, over $20 gets a window cling. Keep calm and join the resistance with Francis Jr. Jr., who is our mascot. And also, I, uh, we have a merchandising store, so you can... We actually... Well, this is one of the shirts that we sell. It's called... It's... Um, where I'm trying to get rid of this thing here. Um deep state so um i got some feedback on some of the merchandise that people bought and they were very pleased with it so i want to th say thank you they said that it's really good printing this is this is made in america blah 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 okay i'm annoying i know get it i get it i don't want to do it it sucks it's annoying um but please become a patron the more patrons we get eventually we my goal is to do a week a daily show not just a weekly show so um, that's really the goal here. We're, but at this rate, we'll be doing a weekly show, the first of never. So we have about six patrons so far. That, but you know what? I'm not complaining. You got to start somewhere. That's how every journey begins with one step. So anyway, we don't buy uh, patrons, right? Um, the other thing, like for instance, let me tell you. I remember years ago, what's his face? Um. Newt Gingrich was bragging how much, how many followers he had on Twitter. This was when Twitter was relatively new. He was saying, oh, he had like a million followers or something, which was a lot at the time. The, it ended up that those followers were fake. He bought those followers, and they have services where you can buy fake followers, fa spam followers. That's Donald Trump does that. He has a lot of fake followers followers if you go on his twitter feed and all of his his uh, filthy children do the same thing that's what they do because they understand what they're dealing with they're dealing with a bunch of dupes who look at the outside and they they say oh wow uh, here's a guy who's wearing a a business suit and he played a successful businessman on reality tv and he must know what he's doing look at this and they, I'm going to let this moron run the country. Let's not pay attention to the fact that he's bankrupted four businesses, that he was handed everything, and bankrupted it, everything that he was handed oh, over and over and over and over again. And he couldn't even sell water, this guy. He was a, he's a failure at everything he does. He's a scam artist. That's all he is. He's not, there's nothing 
creative about him. There's nothing clever about him. He's stupid as he's as dull as uh, I don't know a box of rocks. Yeah, I mean, pick your metaphor. He is dumb, dumb. It's mind-numbingly dumb listening to him. When I listen to him, I my IQ automatically drops many to the floor. I can't. It's I get dull-minded. Like I feel like my mind is hurting when I listen to him. I uh, and I don't know why anybody would line up and to watch him give a speech. What the hell is he saying that's so interesting? He's not interesting at all. He's not funny. He's not clever. He's boring as shit. He sucks. He's a liar. He lies to your face. And he repeats himself like he, but with the most inane words. He doesn't have his vocabulary is that of a of a ten year old, uh, and and one you know you could you could forgive ten year olds because they grow up. This is a seventy two year old loser. If he didn't have his father who bailed him out numerous times because he sucks at business, that's it. Everything about Trump is a lie, and everything that Trump touches dies there's a there's a book written by rick wilson which is a pretty good book which i read and it's true everything that trump touches dies that's it and you think oh it's this some deep state after him what the hell's a deep state that's why i'm wearing the shirt deep state what is the deep state the deep state is uh you know we are the deep state well we're that's democracy that's the deep state that people who we uh, there's a system in place. There's a, there's a nation of laws here. That's the whole point. You don't have to be born on third base to get a job that's uh, that has power. You you have to you, you you're supposed to earn your way into your position. You're supposed to be a talent. What happens is meritocracy bullshit. We've always heard about. Now, the way that they're, the Republicans are rebuilding an aristocracy, they do not be fooled, don't make any mistakes uh, to, don't, uh, to realize, yeah, you're seeing it. It's happening right before your eyes. Republicans are rebuilding the exact system that the founders fought a revolution against. They, they hate this country. They, are, they lack the, uh, the mental moral and uh, intellectual and spiritual ability to function in a democracy because it takes a a level of maturity to function in a democracy and especially one that's diverse that has such a, that is a nation of immigrants you know i mean talk about a, a mind spinning self-loathing a nation of immigrants who hates immigrants whose leadership hates inter- immigrant whose so-called leadership because never forget they received fewer votes. We are the majority. I was going to say my, I don't even know. I was making up a word. But it's, yeah, you see, I got to breathe. Breathe. Because I, I, so, all right, what was I going to say? I have a list. I, I, I usually, like, make a list of shit. Who could keep track, right? Every time you turn around. By the time this show actually airs on a podcast, it's going to be dated. Because... Some of the bullshit's going to happen. But the Trump is a traitor, okay? That's the bottom line. And, um, and they suck. As you saw that, that display this week when Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, who's another one, uh, but, but went to see 
Trump to negotiate what? I mean, we saw, of course, uh, Trump's fallback position is his his hatred of immigrants and the and and building this wall that Mexico was supposed to pay for. We like we need a wall because it's a penis extension. That's what Nancy Pelosi is 100 percent right. She said after she left there that it's uh, it's about his manhood as if he can be associated with manhood. It's the truth. He's not a man. He's a man child. He's a baby. King baby. I want my wall. Bam, 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 bam. I'm going to break it. But every, everything, um, it's, it's for his own um, salving some kind of bullshit promise that he made. Like, oh, his little ego is bruised if he doesn't get the wall. He has to please his 30% of morons who will, who will never turn the, his, their back on him because that's, I mean, that's it. These are people we have to write off. They, those are the ones that have to go, have to be dragged, kicking and screaming into the, uh, into the present. They, they are, they want to live in a hierarchy because they're afraid. They're scared. That's really what it is. And they've done studies on conservatives that conservatives are attracted to hier- hierarchy because they, they're frightened. They're fundamentally fear-based, and hierarchy make, helps them make sense of this scary, complex world. So they like. They like to have straight white men at the top, big daddies, you know, telling them what to do, saving them from brown children with, in diapers. They, they're very afraid of that. And uh, they like women to know, know their place, you know, obey, love, honor, and obey. Just everything was beautiful in their, in their, in their own private apocalypse, in their, you know, their their mind that doesn't really they don't know what the hell they're talking about they, but every on some level they because they saw leave it to beaver you see they saw the leave it to beaver show and on the leave it to beaver show everything was wonderful what that they saw that even though they didn't they didn't realize because they're dumb that that was somebody's constructed reality that they wrote this uh, fake world that didn't have brown people in it and that's just fine by them you know, it doesn't matter um, that Beaver's dad lived in a world that had a 90% top marginal tax rate and a 35% unionization rate. That doesn't matter, you know. Don't All those incidentals, there's no gay people there. There's no brown people. Everybody's getting into wholesome hijinks that are resolved by the end of the episode. So they, <clears throat> you know, it, it makes sense to them. They don't like it when... You know, it's it's, but uh, it's always been the same. See, they they don't they they don't want to know anything. They're so they're so afraid. That's why when you talk about uh, that, that, I mean, honestly, that's why Trump is so uh, he's perfect for them because he's such a he's so full of shit. Just like Leave It to Beaver, right? Just like that whole bullshit uh, constructed reality. It's the it's almost the same thing on the same level where Trump is. Uh, uh, in in spite of what he is, in spite of the reality, you know, I mean, in the world of Leave It to Beaver, in the real world, what was going on at the time? There's uh, yeah, a race, racial discord. Uh, it was after the war, right? I mean, I wasn't around at this time. After World War II, you had African Americans fighting for freedom in foreign lands, fighting fascism, of course, coming back to the United States, having to sit in the back of the bus, 
right? Living in a Jim Crow era uh, system of of terrorism that denied them the the very freedom that they put their lives on the line, and many died to um, to entrust and and protect in Europe. So, you know, what I mean, it's just. But meanwhile, uh, they. I mean, that's what's going on. That was in the in the real world, but in on TV, that's. No, that's uh, where the Republicans want to live. They want to live in TV, where Trump is an a- is actually a successful businessman. He played one on TV. They saw him sitting behind a big desk, big big boardroom table, and he was saying things like "You're fired, you're fired," right? And he was making decisions, very decisive ones, and he looked very intent and intense as he was doing it. Never mind the Adderall. But um, and they were, they all knew what they were doing apparently on TV, you know what I mean. But in reality, what was going on? He's he was creating all these, these shitty business deals that didn't that suck. That he sucks at business, everyone. Um, that's the bottom line. He if you you hand me two hundred and fifty million dollars, I'm not going to go bankrupt. Five times, four times. I don't even know how many times he go bankrupt. Does it even matter? He doesn't pay his taxes. He sucks. He um, he smells. I mean, I can go on. He sucks in bed. You know that. You know he's a horrible lover. Not that I would ever want to try, but you know he sucks in bed because you, in order to not suck in bed, you have to be unselfish. You have to be a giving person. You have to recognize somebody else as a human being, right? But no. You know. He's he doesn't see everybody he sleeps with there. They have to be some kind of there has to be some kind of payoff at the end. Right. Um, It's all about him, like servicing his his needs, which are that he's so base his um, it's he's he's so devolved. I mean, what's the word? Is it devolved? I don't know what it is. He's 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 just unfit. And the fact is that um he because he's so unfit think about this this is this is what is the what we have to do uh, on top of everything else we have to do which is clean up the whole mess that they have created and this is why you know i was listening who was telling me i don't even know i saw something oh it was uh, i was listening to mike malloy and he was going he was telling he was talking about the the water the republicans and the epa because you know in, in the republicans when you put a, a fox in charge of the hen house uh everybody's going to die right so you that's what the republicans are doing they've they've just changed the law that the epa isn't um protecting certain kinds of water in our country you know who needs water you're only 98% water you're only uh needed to live but uh, Republicans, they, they can't seem to make a buck unless you they could pour their poisonous shit into our waterways or poison us. So they have to allow corporations to dump their shit into America the Beautiful because that's how much they love America and freedom. They love America so much that they like they want to turn it into a poison. They want to turn it into a toilet for poisonous waste. So they can't. They they can't make a buck unless they're um, unless they can turn us into you know I mean why even have a garbage system here why throw your garbage in the trash why don't, you know it's just easier to throw it out the window uh, let somebody else clean it up oh well why why do we do you know freedom USA USA you know why because I love 
I, I, I love my neighborhood. You know, I don't use my neighborhood as a toilet. I don't go out and uh, throw shit in the street and whatnot. Um, what kind of respect? You say you love this country, but you, but you vote for and you, let's say you even are. It's bad enough. How do you um, get away in your mind with turning America's waterways into, into sewers? So uh, eventually everything that Republicans touch comes home to uh, bite us in the ass. It's really true. So when I, when I was listening to Mike Malloy talk about this, I mean, it just never stops. Uh, and what else have they done? They're uh, allowing um, oil companies because oil, yeah, this is the United States uh, among all of modern countries. Is uh, The United States is in league with Saudi Arabia and other oil only there's two others which i can't remember right now their names they're uh, they escape me at this point but that who are saying that um oil and gas are are part of our energy future it's everybody else on on earth knows that those days are over we need to move away from archaic energy systems from filthy dirty fossil fuels right but except the United States, right? But anyway, so now they're allowing oil companies to do seismic drilling into in the Arctic, which is going to harm animals, mammals who live in the in the Arctic, uh, whales, dolphins, all. And uh, but who gives a shit, right? So um, when I hear things like this, I think. Um, How's your Jill Stein going? I don't know. I, it really pisses me off because oh, I I get so irritated. Where the fuck is Jill Stein now? Okay, because every four years she pops up and all of a sudden it's like she's like I'm gonna be your president. What is the difference between somebody like that saying I can be president and a Trump who sucks, who can't you know, who couldn't negotiate his way out of a paper bag? But the um, because it's it's so irritating because now now how many have to die because um, Hillary whatever uh, you just couldn't vote for Hillary you know at least if we had a president Hillary Clinton we uh, wouldn't have to be worrying about our toxic spills into our waterways or dolphins and whales dying and and now. Uh, the ACA once again under attack. Um, the and honestly, when this happened so today, what well it was actually last night? These filthy fascist bastard freak, America hating filthy. I mean, I can't uh, monsters because uh, when you when you human beings. Um, when people are inhumane, right? When they're when they are abhorrent, we strip them of the human moniker. Then we call them monsters. We call them animals. But you know, animals won't wouldn't do what these filthy fascist Republicans constantly do. What do they do? What what what's it going to be, Republicans? How many have to die? When will you be satisfied? Why? How? 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 how why? Why is it that you just can't seem to rest when you, with under the knowledge that human beings, that Americans, that you pretend to love, 
can get health care. Why? Um, you because they suck. That's why. That's why they are. There's something unfit about them in the mind. How many people have to die? As many as it takes. So um, today, this filthy fascist piece of waste of human DNA, Trump went to. Uh, he was because he he was uh, criticized for not going to the uh, on Veterans Day, not paying homage to veterans because he's a he's a lazy little baby right he didn't want to go out he was upset so they he wanted to stay home and tweet tweet on the toilet why do you want to go out he wants to pretend to salute he when you go out you got to get in front of a camera and you got to uh, they're going to ask you questions about your your being a traitor and he, you know that's uncomfortable for the for the traitor so but this time he he went he went today to um Arlington National Cemetery because they're putting wreaths and whatnot on the graves of those who died for democracy, who supposedly laid down their lives for this grand experiment in liberal democracy that these filthy fascist bastard Republicans are dismantling, that they spit on the graves of everyone there. So, but Trump had to go and pretend that he uh, he was he honored them, and they asked him about the. Um, about the attack on this latest attack on the Affordable Care Act, which which this Texas judge says it's completely unconstitutional. Isn't it isn't it um, convenient how uh, it's always unconstitutional? Something is always unconstitutional when it benefits people, when it benefits the American people. These bastard, filthy fascist freaks will find a way somehow to fix the facts around the policy. It's unconstitutional. Why is it not unconstitutional to funnel more money into the arms of billionaires? It's un- I would say that's unconstitutional because the more that you funnel money into the arms of billionaires, the less democracy you actually have. So it is a threat to our very system of government that all those soldiers apparently died to protect Right. But no, it's only unconstitutional if somebody can get health care in this country. Unlike this entire world, every other country doesn't have to worry about this shit. They can go to a doctor when they're sick. When they're sick, they don't have to say, shit, what's my copay? Can I afford it? Do I have to have a GoFundMe goddamn page for my goddamn diabetes or my child or my heart transplant? It's a Fucking, you know, like these Republican Trump is always like, it's a disgrace, it's a disgrace. That's his favorite word. Yeah, you goddamn right, it's a disgrace. You are a disgrace. This is a disgrace. And they talk about patriotism, the for our country. It's good for our country. This amazing rule. And then let me just play this little this fascist freak, what he had to say at uh, celebrate. And just pay attention to the beginning of the. Hold on, here we go. By acquiring land around it, and uh, it's working out pretty well. We're working very hard on it. We'll get it done. They need it. They need it. Mr. President, comment on the court ruling. Well, it was a big ruling. It's a great ruling for our country. We'll be able to get great health care. We'll sit down with the Democrats if the Supreme Court upholds. We'll be uh, sitting down with the Democrats, and we will get great health care. 
for our people. Let's say repeal and replace handled a little bit differently, but it was a big, big victory by a highly respected judge, highly, highly respected in Texas. And on the assumption that the Supreme Court upholds, uh, we will get great, great health care for our people. We'll have to sit down with the Democrats to do it, but I'm sure they want to do it also. Thank you very much. Say, say highly again. Say highly. Say, say great again. Say great, because that, that's when he repeats those words, because he's got nothing else in his mind. We're going to have great health care. We're going to have uh, and Mexico's going to pay for it. Right. That's the way it is. You just tell them whatever the hell comes out of your 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 lie hole and they'll believe it. The dumb dupes. We're going to have great health care. How? How? Because the the ACA and we've we've gone over this before a million times because it never stops. That's why. Don't you wish we can finally, you, you know, you win a battle, you could just take a goddamn breath for a second? Not with these fascist freaks, because there, there are people that don't have to suffer without health care, so they're, um, they, they're not happy. If, uh, if, when Americans are free to get health care, then Republicans can't stand that. They, they're, they're up at night worrying about hey do do people um have access to to health care are people not worried about going back bankrupt when they're sick oh fuck that we better get to work better get to work because that means when when human beings when average americans ha- have freedom to uh to see a doctor that means that the republican paymasters aren't getting theirs because they're not getting paid you see they only get rich when they can deny human beings health care that's that's their game that's their angle so this this scumbag is like oh very very uh, a highly respected judge who he never effing heard about in his life you know he's some he's some bush appointee so who said that the um you know it's unconstitutional because republicans have destroyed it that's what they did they took away the mandate because they're little babies that's um the the the, the fact we know the aca has problems let's put it that way because it's the republican health care plan and republican i don't give a shit because they talk about oh it's obamacare uh, you could call it whatever the hell you want to call it it's romney care it's Nixon care. It's the same goddamn plan that they proposed and was rejected back in the day because it didn't uh, it was didn't cover everybody and it kept and it kept the healthcare ghoulish rapacious healthcare racket in the catbird seat of power. So the the democratic pair plan is single payer and I do think that these filthy these these uh, Republican morons will um now um it's it's uh they have set us up for single payer you um the irony as you know is that these filthy fascist freaks have um uh, have all of the sudden come out and they're uh, as the champions of pre-existing conditions right they're all uh, talking about how every Republican wants to protect Americans with pre... What are you talking about pre-existing conditions? They didn't give a shit before. What? what that is what they're fighting. They repeat... That is Obamacare, you morons. That um, Obamacare has essential benefits included, 
that uh, it's everybody is on Obamacare, whether you get it on the exchange or not. Everybody gets essential benefits, including hospitalization, pharmacy benefits, pre-existing condition benefits. Your children can stay on your plan or whatever the hell. Who gives a shit? It should, we shouldn't even have that. We shouldn't have anything. We sh- it should be everybody in, nobody out. That's when they can truly never f-, f with it. But you know they will continue to f with it, just like they f with Social Security. That's um, but they don't. They they have a harder time because it's everybody in and nobody out. That's why we need single payer and Republicans. The they're they're such liars. It's so amazing to watch them, like Scott Walker. I wish I had captured this uh, montage that that MSNBC put together of all the Republicans going on about how much they love uh, they that uh, they're all for protecting people with pre-existing conditions. What do they give a shit? They never gave a shit before. They're the ones who were up on the floor. Do you remember when Obamacare passed and uh, John Boehner was on the floor going, "Hell no, you didn't." Hell no, screaming and screaming. What they were screaming about were was protecting Americans with pre-existing conditions. They want the um, the health insurance racket to be able to kick you off when you get sick. They want them to be able to charge you more. That's what their lawsuit is about, you scumbag idiots, you stupid dupes. Why don't you go get education instead of dragging us all back to times that we left, we, we want to leave it behind. Even you want to leave it behind, you morons, because you're all whining. You're, you're like babies. I want to eat candy for breakfast, but I don't want to get any cavities. It's the same thing when they say, I want, uh, uh, we repealed this unpopular part of Obamacare, which was um, the mandate. Well, the mandate was the thing that kept it afloat, you idiots that kept it to the point where everybody could get health care without having to be charged uh, different tiers. That's another thing about Obamacare. Men and women weren't uh, charged different rates because they were charging women more and um, and pre-existing conditions more, and they could exclude you, and they can also kick you off when you get sick. So I hate them, all right? I mean, that's really the bottom. I really cannot stand them. It's like... Every day, I wake up this morning, I didn't see what had happened, I saw, I'm like, holy shit, here we go again. Uh, You can't even rest. You can't rest for one second with these ghouls. Now, that we we cannot stop until we get single payer. This this is it. Just to silence them, to shut these freaks up, and we should start a pool immediately once we get single payer, because it's coming. And, And this is why you cannot... Put Republicans in positions of power. That our next, our next goal, which is the, is to get the Senate and to get these these freaks out of power permanently. A permanent minority party. That's what the Republican Party is. They are not meant to be in the majority. They are they because they can't handle it. Look at the, what they've done. If you're in power. And your your policies uh, ensure that less people have health care and ensure that more we have more pollution and more uh, uh, d- d- disturbing um, incidences of violence again, uh, and racial discord. 
then you're a failure. Your policies are a failure. If your policies tear people apart along racial lines, then you're a failure. So they are unfit. That's why they have to rig the game. They have to gerrymander. They got to make sure people can't vote. They got to kick people off the voting rolls. They have to do their dirty tricks. Now, everything that they accuse normal people of, Democrats of, which the same thing. It's it's now it's Republicans against normal people. That's it. Whether you're a Democrat, Democratic Socialist, Liberal, Progressive, whatever the hell you call yourself, um, or Independent. Uh, you're these these people. They're not normal. They're not. Uh, it's not normal to cheer and and uh, when when you kick people off healthcare. It's just not normal. It's not. Um, it's not. It's not okay either. That's the other thing. So. They could they could just wrap and fix um, whatever the hell they say. Oh, so now uh, this is unconstitutional. So in a few years, it's going to be constitutional. It's like they just say what the hell they that, that is the goal of a Republican judge. You say a Republican justice is to, and that's why Scalia was he was a master at this. What they do is they just fix the facts around the policy. They just write this. Whatever they're good at framing bullshit in and justifying their bullshit. And now, when when Trump gets uh, impeached for treason because he's a traitor, and we know that, do all of, does that mean everybody, all of his filthy fascist judges, all the justices like Kavanaugh, the whiny little bitch Kavanaugh, who was all upset because you know he was due. It was his due, the Supreme Court seat, and. He didn't like that uh, somebody stood, well, more than one person stood up and said that he was a little grabby while he, well, you know, he's a little frat boy bitch in high school and college. Who, I mean, of course he was. Of course he was. Look at him. He was a drunk, too. Not that, I mean, I'm a drunk, too, but I'm in recovery, at least. See, not him. He likes beer. He likes beer with ski and school and poo, and they like to lift weights and be guys and, you know. Like Trump, right? And uh, I, I don't know how. How do you develop into such a horrible human being like that? I, I wonder where, where along the line, you know, when you're writing in your calendar and uh, you're praying to your 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 sick ass version of Jesus. Um, how? Where? Where do you go? How many bad turns do you take? How many beers does it take to be so full of shit, right? I mean, you you got to be, he's just so full of shit. So he's, um, to justify the, what, what, to kicking people off healthcare. This is what, that's your mission in life? To destroy um, decency in this country? To destroy democracy? And all, and while you're, while you're justifying it by uh, saying, I don't even know how they justify it. I, I know this Kavanaugh, supposedly this Jesus lover. How do you, I don't see how the two mix but whatever it's uh it's pretty unbelievable um i guess in order to be a fascist who whose goal is to make the rich richer and to kick down on the poor um you have to somehow be able to, in order to sleep at night excuse yourself by saying the sky spook told you to do it but that sky spook I thought was um, all about peace and love and and healing and shit like that. But whatever. I mean, I don't know. I went to Catholic school. I uh, 
I don't know. My mother was a nun. That's all I can say. So I had a little bit of instruction in Jesus. So anyway, uh, these people, that, that's why it's, it's, uh, it's unbearable. Uh, if only they were for Jesus. If only they were what they say they were. If only they loved America. When they, when they sang their teary-eyed renditions of America the Beautiful and they, they put their hands over their hearts. If only they were sincere, right? Instead of concocting ways to destroy democracy. Even just what's going on in Michigan and Wisconsin and uh, where they're where, limiting the power of the incoming um, governor because the governor, they're saying, is going, to, they're afraid. He's going to enact a liberal agenda. You know, the liberal agenda that the voters sent the governor to uh to 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 the, his position to enact so they don't give a shit you see what i'm saying they don't even know that that is a screwed up thing to say they think that that's them being um uh, i don't know what the hell they think it's that's fascism that is oppression that's called tyranny moron the tyranny of the mi minority that, that when you have to rig and gerrymander and manipulate the, the system in order to maintain power, you're not, then, then you're on the wrong side of the people you pretend to represent. You're on the wrong side of democracy. You're on the wrong side of humanity. They, uh, but they think that that's normal. So, oh, we, hey, uh, the guy got up there and he was like, oh, uh, if we uh, don't do this, he will enact. He will. He will go against all of Scott Walker's agenda. Yeah, that's why they voted for him. That's why they voted for the new governor. They don't want Scott Walker's agenda. That's the will of the voters. Now, if they wanted Scott Walker's agenda, then Scott Walker would have won. And maybe back, maybe in ten years, when people are, uh, re they when they forget. And they believe that some some idiot comes along and he starts whining about uh, working people are making too much money or something. Who knows? Then the um, the pendulum will swing back, but and you'll uh, the fascists will be in control. Uh, that's the way it's supposed to work. You you have an idea, you have a platform, you present your platform on the field of ideas, and the voters vote. And you allow the voters to the, allow the incoming uh, people to enact their agenda. And if it doesn't work, you vote them out. That's ideally the way it's supposed to go. You don't, you don't entrench power. You don't solidify your own power. You don't climb the ladder and pull it up behind you. But that's who Republicans are. And this is what I've been saying for years. And anybody who knows me, on and off air, I've been saying this for years. Republicans hate America. They hate it. Listen loud and clear. I know it sounds like a pejorative. I know, I know it sounds like I'm just, oh, I just don't like Republicans. It's not true. Um, I don't like fascism. Yes, that's true. It's not that I don't. Republicans are, there's, in order to be attracted to that kind of ideology, there has to be something fundamentally wrong with you. I, I believe that in my heart, and I will state that case right here. I will make my case and you can tell me Tara that's fucked up but the way I look at it if you're attracted to an agenda that is anti-life that that pollutes that is for all for your oppressor 
and you're and you vote for this because you're afraid of a brown person coming across a border who um, is fleeing oppression, uh, who who is desperate. There's something there's something very wrong with you if you're able to be that easily manipulated. If you're a racist, if you're an ignoramus like that, that is so stupid that you are, um, you don't like black people. Let's say you're a white person, you don't like black people because uh, uh, to me that is the stupidest, ignorant, most ignorant thing uh, that you could be because it's like hating a black cat. It's like hating um, a different color. It's it's like somebody's pigment. What the hell? It's like hating somebody with blue eyes or brown eyes. Or I just don't like it. I I don't like it because the fact is there is no gene for being black or being. There's there there are different. Um, you know the, we're all the same under uh, uh, underneath. There is no there may be different hues uh, of pigment, different colored hair different kinds of hair, different curly, straight, long, whatever the frig, not long, but you know what I'm saying. But it's, uh, we are all human beings underneath. They, they, Republicans, the uh, racists, if you're, uh, they don't seem to get it, right? So they can be so easily led by their oppressor because they have nothing to, they have nothing to sell them. In in reality, they have nothing. They're not really representing them. That's why they have to tear them apart. And it's it's so disingenuous. And it's so hateful and deceitful. It's really um, anti-humane because what they're doing is they're manipulating people to have a horrible life too. Because uh, how isn't it horrible to walk around and be such a jerk like to be so duped and hateful that you're you're in fear of a caravan of migrants or whatever you know what i mean it's like you're they they're taking people's limited lifespan and they're exploiting it so instead of being uh you know enjoying your life they're running around being afraid and um that's just it's like malpractice that's why anyway whatever i hope i'm making some kind of sense and um but anyway, because I wanted to talk about the, uh, which brings me, there's many things going on. Uh, not just Obamacare, which is, oh, we'll be talking about this uh, until eventually we have single pair. And then after that, what we will have, to, we'll, we'll still be talking about it because Republicans will never stop. And we know where, uh, we know it's going to come. We know it's going to happen because already Republicans are pretending to be the champions of it, regardless of what they're doing in reality. I mean, that's how, that's how horrible they are. Uh, how do they live with themselves? I, I have to keep asking, you know, how much money does it take? How much money do you need to sell out your country? And for Republicans, well, for Trump, it's the it's a hotel in uh, in Russia. But uh, what what do the what do the Russians have on the rest of the Republican Party? They're all traitors. And I've said this for years that Republicans hate America. It's and they have been they've proved me right all the time. Not that I'm so whatever. I'm not. I'm not, I mean, I'm a, I am can see, I, I try to see, I try to see what's right in front of me, and I understand a little bit about history and reality and political uh, science and whatnot, but I see that Republicans really don't 
like democracy and they don't want to live in a democracy. They they have never believed in this country. This country has always been there's a balance. It's, we've fought against authoritarianism from the time we rebelled from the king, even before. So that during the American Revolution, you know, there were people here that were they all they were all for the king, and they they in fact a lot of them ended up leaving and going moving to Canada and moving back to England. Not everybody who remained here was for the revolution. That's it's in people's hearts. But for um, for generations, at least Republicans have had to give lip service to democracy. They've had to pretend that they're all about democracy. Meanwhile, as they're carrying out systematic uh, oppression against, let's say, African Americans in the South, preventing them from voting and whatnot, and they and in general, working people funneling more money to the top whenever they've had a chance to have their bony, greedy fingers around the neck of power. What have they done with it? Even during so even during the time in American history known as the Great Prosperity at, after World War Two, and when for a couple of years, the Republicans um, who had been in the wilderness since FDR, because Republican, because the American people understood after the first Republican Great Depression, they understood who their enemies were. They understood who the Republican Party worked for. So the Democrats were in control for many years. And the only reason, I mean, I, I wish... I pray. I, could you imagine an alternate history that uh, that would have happened if FDR hadn't died so suddenly, had lived to enact his second Bill of Rights? I mean, it's tragic. It breaks my heart. And that's really one thing I think, I hope, I live to see. Wouldn't that be amazing if, let's say, even Bernie or whoever becomes the Democratic nominee, they adopt the mantle of FDR's second Bill of Rights. Let's finally bring this to fruition. But so, but Republicans, after FDI di- died and Truman was president, they, they got into power for a few years in, uh, in the Senate and in the House. And what did they do with their power? They limited the ability of unions. They uh, passed uh, anti-union labor laws and roll back union protections. So this is what they do whenever they get their bony, greedy fingers around the neck of power. They don't do anything for the working class that they pretend to represent. They do it. It's all for the paymasters at the top. So, But Republicans, they're, they're beyond repair at this point. They're beyond hope. They're beyond redemption because they're, they don't, they they don't even want to do it to the point where it's like, okay, it's just a little out of balance, where it's always been out of balance. We know that democracy in this country has always been aspirational. It's never been actual. We've uh, always be, tried to bring it to fruition, or the, the promises in our founding documents, but the but uh, the, you know, the closer we get to it, the more Republicans freak out. But if um, the what was I going to say? So if Republicans, uh, I'm just reading the, uh, I'm reading the chat. 
I got distracted. But if Republicans, or oh, whatever, I'll just leave it alone because I can't remember. I was going to say something, probably something amazing and profound too, and uh, but it'll come back to me in a second as soon as I stop thinking about it. But in the meantime, because I see the the clock is the tyranny of time. That's and that's another thing. Thinking of the tyranny of time. This is what I think of sometimes. I think about the fact that. We, we are all sharing this little blip of time together on the planet. And what you're, that's what Republicans are doing with their time. They're making sure that people don't have health care. That's what they're doing. Uh, they're funneling more money into Shelly Adelson's pockets. This old bag of bones who's going to keel over at any moment, who's never done a thing in his life to uh, advance the cause of humanity, who's been nothing but a succubus, like a, like a pimple on us. Who ne- I mean, I don't know what he's been. He's, uh, he has a casino, whatever. So what? He came up with a scam, and he made a lot of money s- sucking money out of people's pockets because they're looking for, like, a little, little moment in time where they're... Uh, who knows? Maybe they they hit they they get some luck and they have a couple extra dollars. Who the f-, f knows? Whatever. So he's exploited people basically, same like Trump, and uh, they're uh, they he needs more money. That that ghoul, that little ghoulish monster, rolling around, destroying, making sure that uh, Republicans have the power to destroy whales in the ocean or make sure that chickens are sitting in factory farms where they can't open their wings. Everybody who encounters a Republican becomes less, uh, they, they become worse off in some manner. Really, think about it. I, will somebody educate me on whether that's, uh, they have anything? Can they tell me anything that Republicans have done, that Republicans have touched that has has made the lives of human beings or animals or any other creatures, Earth, Mother Earth herself, better. I, I, I can't think of one. What have they done? Everything that they touch turns to crap. It's not just, it's like that Rick Wilson book, uh, Everything That Trump Touches Dies. It's not just Trump. Everything that the Republican Party touches dies. That's why he's. That's why Trump is a Republican. Then, there. I when I watch Morning Joe in the morning or whatever, uh, you know, morning, uh, and they, they're, you know, morning. What's his name? Uh, Joe Scarborough is always like he loves to say, and now Mika says it, of course, too, that uh, tr- Trump was a Democrat. How did a New York Democrat? become the Republican standard bearer. Bullshit. Trump was never a New York Democrat. Trump and his entire family of fascists and freaks and sweatshop owners, they 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 never even voted. They couldn't even vote for Trump in the primary because they weren't registered. His children, his own spawns. That's how, I mean, they're just horrible people. They, If Trump gave money, Trump sucks, first of all. We know that. He's, not, he's a greedy little grifter who who uh, every dollar he's let go of has claw marks on it like he's not letting go uh he's a, he's t- he's just a rapacious he's got that rapacious black hole that needs to put a lot of shit he needs money he needs pussy to be shoved in there he needs anything that he can just stuff in that rapacious black 
endless, needless, and needy uh, hole. That's what I mean. It's called uh, narcissistic supply. He needs that supply. He needs the constant validation. But uh, anything that gets stuffed in there, uh, you know, he's not a New York Democrat. Um, so be- if he gave money to Democrats, that's only because he was greasing palms somehow. And if he said he was a Democrat, that's only because he was living in New York. So he's he is a lying grifter. So he's got no ideology. His ideology is whatever is good for Donald Trump. Whether that be whether uh, anybody's got to die, uh, that's whatever. You better die then. That you're not, you're here to serve. That it, it's Donald Trump's world. We just live in it. So if he, so he's not a New York Democrat. It really irritates me to hear that constantly. Uh, he he said he if he said he was a Democrat, that's only because he thought he could get something for saying that. He it would give him some kind of um, uh, clout. It would open doors for him here in New York. If he lived in Alabama, he'd say he was a Republican. But, but no New York Democrat that I ever saw, and we've, uh, I've lived here my whole life, ever took out an ad in the New York Times proclaiming uh, and calling for the death penalty for people who were found to be innocent. So, um, you know that's not a New York Democrat for you. That he's a he is nothing but a P.T. Barnum. That he put on the Democrat uh, Democratic label and uh, thought because he thought it would benefit him. So that's that's about it. He, and if he ever gave money, if it was only in name only. He never gave shit to anybody. That's the other thing. This guy never. He he said he made charitable donations. I told you the story about well the person who cuts my hair. So, uh, cuts the hair. This is another. This is just hearsay, I suppose. Well, not that we're in court, but she said that um, somebody that she also another person who she cut she cuts the hair of um, is a works for a big um, charity, that big worldwide known charity. And every year they would have a big dinner for all their top donors, like big, big millionaire types, billionaire people who live in New York. Uh, you know, like the the elite. And Donald Trump was at one of these. He would like to weasel him what, his way into these parties because he likes to hopnob with these people who are actual business people who are actually doing things. Right. Donald Trump was never in that group. So he would weasel his way in and he never gave to this char- charity at all. He was not one of the donors, but he was there. And at the end of the night, when they get, they took a group photo of all the donors, Donald Trump put his ass on stage, you see? He got up on stage with the donors, regardless of the fact that he never gave a dime. So he is a greedy little grifter, a little P.T. Barnum putting on a show, look at me with all of these legitimate business people and, and uh, philanthropists. I'm just like them. No, he's not. He he is. There's no difference between him and somebody who is a con man that you'll see on that show American Greed or whatever, where you're so they'll. I've seen this show where one one kid uh, he pretended he was an heir of, and they all believed him that he was in. I can't remember one famous like a Rockefeller or something, and they all he and he was just a grifter. That's Donald Trump. 
He's a freaking con man. And that's who we have. And they have put him as their standard bearer. So it's really fitting because the entire Republican mantle, their entire ideology, their everything that they peddle is bullshit. They hate America. Meanwhile, they're waving American flags. They uh, they say they're all for the for the people, the working class. Meanwhile, they're for the business, the billionaires. They whine about deficits, but they have created the largest deficit that we we have ever seen. That everything that they that they touch turns to shit, and they're and they're just full of it. They're just full of shit. And on that note, um, I'm going to take an eight-minute break, all right, people? And we're going to come back, and we're going to keep ranting. That's it. This is like kind of a ranty show today. Um, all right, I don't have any guests. I didn't feel like it. And, and in fact, this week has been nuts. When I came back from Georgia, from uh, Mike Malloy's The Weekend, celebrating Mike Malloy's book, everything, it was crazy because I ended up not having... Um, what do you call it? Internet. My internet went out for six days. It sucked. The because the easy the Spectrum Easy Connect kit came. I was upgrading my internet so you know the show would run better. And they sent me an Easy Connect kit, and uh, it basically destroyed the entire internet. So uh, they sent like three people to the house. The first guy, at least I first had internet. This started before the show last week. But they were able to get the internet to work to the back of my computer, but no Wi-Fi. Okay, so then they sent another guy to the house. By the time he left, I didn't have internet and I didn't have Wi-Fi. Okay, then they sent another guy to the house. By the time he left, I didn't have internet, Wi-Fi, and phone. (laughs) I mean, it just kept getting worse and worse every time they touched it. So that was the Easy Connect kit from Spectrum. And they ended up having to run a wire from the box outside right into the back of the computer and the Wi-Fi kit. So I actually, I guess I went from having the worst Internet to having kind of the best because it comes right from the box now. So hopefully maybe that will change our uh, streaming issues too. We'll see what happens, as Trump would say. And yes, Spectrum does hate me. You had to see I was nuts. I went nuts. Well, I went on Twitter. A lot of times if you go on Twitter, I tweeted at them. They kind of, they take you uh, a little bit more, I don't know. They seem to respond quicker. So anyway, (laughs) yes, they went to Trump University. They certainly, it seemed like it. It was really unreal. I couldn't believe it. I was like, am I the only person on earth right now that can't have internet? But it, it and it showed me too. The other thing was not having internet for as long as I did. Was it is really a public utility now? You need the internet to to live, to do daily things, to do business. To it's not just about doing this podcast, but there's you. It's really interwoven in our lives. And and I saw, you know, I really it. And of course, I believe that anyway that we need internet as a. Uh, public utility, but I really, I really saw it firsthand. It's the truth, and that's why uh, you know they're giving, they're they're doing some work now. They're bringing high speed internet to some, uh, like the some, uh, you know, southern state. I can't remember where, but they're uh, 
that that's what we do. That's what you do in a civilization. It's sort of like the Tennessee Valley Authority. They want they they brought electricity to the deep south, to places that would if it was all about um profit, they'd still be sitting in the dark, right? So uh that's why you want to connect a civilization, a, a civilization worthy of uh, being uh, uh, of of America should be connected. We should all have high-speed Internet. It should be a public utility, and we should all have uh, mail service and things like that. That's what – it's not – everything isn't all about profit. It's There's more than just making a buck for some billionaire. Anyway, whatever. We know what I'm saying. You know. All right, guys. I'm going to take a break, and I'll now it's 7.05. I'll see you in about eight minutes, okay? My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you in, on the other side. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. So you have three actors conspiring, some might say colluding, to get in the way of uh, this very important agreement. Axis of oil. U.S. joins forces with Saudi Arabia and Russia to block action at U.N. climate talks in Poland. U.S. fossil fuel event at conference draws laughter, plus... Youth climate protesters from Poland to the halls of Congress pressure politicians to act on climate change. All of that pressure and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Energy innovation and fossil fuels will continue to play a leading role. (laughs) Energy access. Who's laughing at the U.S. now, Mr. President? This is your Green News Report. I hope you'll give us a chance. Okay, Desi Doyen, before we get to the news out of the COP24 conference in Poland, we've got news out of France. Yes, French President Emmanuel Macron on Monday canceled a planned hike in fuel taxes that sparked weeks of violent protests over economic inequality, declining living standards, and stagnant wages. Wow, protests actually work in France. Yes, they do. Despite false reporting by right-wing media in the United States, the Yellow Vest protesters say they are actually in favor of environmental measures to combat pollution and climate change. But they said that the fuel tax increase was the last straw among several Macron economic policies that fall disproportionately on low and middle income families. So they weren't actually chanting, we want Trump, we want Trump, like (laughs) Donald Trump said they were? No, they were not. Meanwhile, the U.S. is acting as a spoiler at the annual United Nations climate talks now underway in Poland to determine the rule book for the historic International Paris Agreement to cut global emissions. Although President Trump intends to withdraw from the accord in 2020, the U.S. is still a party to the negotiations. Over the weekend, just four countries out of nearly 200, the U.S., Saudi Arabia, Russia, and Kuwait, banded together to block one sentence acknowledging a recent intergovernmental 
Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change report warning that we have just 12 years to cut global emissions in half to avoid irreversible climate impacts. So they banded together because they didn't want that sentence in there warning about the 12 years we have left to work this out? Exactly. Blocking inclusion of the report prevents it from being used in the negotiations. All four countries control the global oil supply, and according to U.S. climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann, in an interview with the BBC, they're all conspiring to undermine the agreement. At this point, uh, those countries have to decide if they're going to get on board um, with this transition, with this economic revolution, or if they're going to get left behind at the station. And unfortunately, uh, a small number of countries are instead focused on their own short-term financial interests at the expense of the larger interests of this planet. But youth climate activists managed to temporarily halt the Trump administration's side event at the conference, intended to promote the same fossil fuels that caused man-made climate change. They mocked U.S. officials with laughter. It is clear that energy innovation and fossil fuels will continue to play a leading role. (laughs) And then chance. Scientists say that two-thirds of the world's remaining fossil fuels must remain in the ground and unburned for us to have a chance at keeping global temperatures from rising more than two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Here in the U.S., youth climate activists with the Sunrise Movement also launched a similar protest in the halls of Congress on Monday. They're pressuring Democratic leaders to take aggressive steps to confront climate change equal to what climate scientists say is necessary to avoid catastrophic climate impacts. Sunrise Movement protesters called on Democratic lawmakers to support a draft proposal from Democratic Congresswoman-elect Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for a Green New Deal, a suite of policies to create jobs while also cutting U.S. carbon emissions by transitioning the nation and its infrastructure to 100% clean energy. Sounds like these kids, whether they're out in Poland or here in the U.S., sounds like they mean business. Yeah, they aren't stopping. And I hope they don't, because the old people, like you and me, haven't gotten very far, so hopefully the kids will save us all. And maybe this will help. A new report by the World Health Organization details the benefits to public health from meeting the goals of the Paris Agreement. The researchers calculated that tackling global warming would save more than a million lives every year globally from the reduction in fossil fuel air pollution alone. Nah, it won't help. Studies don't help anymore. Only action does. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. We must keep it in the crowd! Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Keep it in the crowd! Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1944. That was the day that President Franklin Delano Roosevelt rescinded Executive Order 9066. It had forcibly relocated over 120,000 Japanese Americans into internment camps. After the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the government considered Japanese Americans a national security threat. By 1942, many were given less than a week's notice to sell and store all property. 
Whole families were rounded up and taken away to desolate areas in the west and southwest of the United States. Up to this point, many Japanese Americans in California were employed in the agricultural industry, some as tenant farmers. They were responsible for 40% of all produce grown in that state, whose crops were valued at $40 million annually. Over 6,000 farms consisting of 200,000 acres were confiscated. Once in turn, they were subjected to dire living conditions with little in the way of running water, sanitary facilities, or medical care. They were subject to forced labor in the construction of camp buildings and cultivation of near-barren lands. The government hoped to make the camps self-sufficient. In post in Arizona, they were made to build the infrastructure for Colorado River Tribes Reservation in order to consolidate other tribes onto the land. When Japanese Americans were finally released, most found their stored belongings stolen and their homes, jobs, and farms confiscated and redistributed. After the war, they continued to face violence, job and housing shortages, and racial discrimination. Ronald Reagan would sign the Civil Liberties Act in 1988. It acknowledged that internment was based on, quote, race prejudice, war hysteria, and a failure of political leadership. The act served as a formal apology and sought to distribute billions in reparations. All right, yo, yo, yo. My name is Tara Devlin. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is uh, Tara Buster. Uh, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday on Progressive Voices at 6 p.m. or anytime on the Progressive Voices app and GDPR Revolution 99, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please give us a review on iTunes. That helps us grow and share us with your friends. Become a patron of the show. That will help. Eventually, we'd like to do the show every day. That would be great. Uh, don't give to Tom Hartman. He's got enough money. I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm, I had to say that for some reason. I need to look at that, why I had to say that. But, uh, yeah, no, I appreciate Tom Hartman's great. He took, he actually, I, he didn't take me out to dinner. I went out with him and Mike Malloy, and uh, I was just happened to be there, so he took me, too. And he paid, so that's a good guy. <laughs> but he, I mean, come on. I'm, live, I'm doing my show in my apartment here. You know what I mean? He's got a studio. Weigh, wait, let's weigh this. Let's weigh this out. Uh, if you want to donate, we will. Uh, everybody who donates over twenty dollars will get a grab them by <laughs> grab them by the pussy. <laughs> I was gonna say that was the old window playing. Grab them by the midterms. Now we've grabbed them by the midterms. Now we got to keep calm and join the resistance because we. I, I should take my own advice. Keep calm. My God. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is. Please, well, I said be a donor, be a patron. That'd be great. Uh, I want to. I need to say thank you to my patrons at this point because we have a few, and you guys are the early adopters of Terra Buster. So I want to thank Daniel S, Joey Bay, Lisa M, Michael, and then there's another Michael D, and we have somebody pa Paradu. I can. Uh, Michael B. and Michael D. So, you can't hear me? Why? Somebody's saying they can't hear me. 
Or is this... Am I just talking too low, or... Is it not working? What the hell? Oh, okay, you can hear me. Good. All right, guys, don't freak me out here, all right? All right, guys, so uh, what else was I going to say? So one more thing I wanted to say before we get back in is the there is a new social media plug. I'm not getting paid for this plug. I'm just telling you right now. This isn't a commercial, um, but this is – I know the people that are doing this, so um, I told them I would – help them out and if this becomes a thing eventually uh they will help the show out okay so um it's a new social media platform it's a good idea now everybody's sick of facebook everybody uh is sick of them selling their data and being in cahoots with russians and destroying democracy and all that stuff but so these uh very clever people uh, started a new social media platform and hey why not there's many social media platforms and i hope this one catches on it's called micro binge and it is actually it's like facebook but it's membership driven okay so instead of uh being uh, an advertising model i suppose that's what facebook is it's this is you uh your data becomes is more private because you're you're actually inviting people in and it's all uh a membership um based thing i guess i don't know what you call it but um everybody who at this point when you bring people in every every person you bring in it's not like a it's not like a multi-level marketing thing this is just a way of getting people into the this platform uh but everyone every member you sign up you will get a dollar for for them signing up so that's how they're gonna build this platform and uh and then you can share your stuff with your friends and your family, and you, it's not going to be sold to the Russians. So uh, I just saw something about Facebook, actually, and I had saved it, that Facebook um, was selling people's photos. Where was this? This was on Truthdig. That, where the heck is it? Yeah, Facebook exposed users' private photos. So, I mean, this is what they do. The millions of Facebook users' private photos may have been exposed due to a bug. The social ne network announced Friday for 12 days in September as many as 6.8 million people's private photos were accessible to third-party apps. And this is how the – this is what they do. Then they create these fake accounts and they use your photos. And, uh, you know, it's just not good. So, anyway, so sign up for MicroBinge. It is – um, it says, well, here's the copy. Microbinge.com is turning social media upside down. Unlike giant corporations who rely on your data to make money, Microbinge is membership driven. The more paying members we have, the less advertising we must commit to, uh, to uh, Microbinge users. If you don't like social media focusing on you to make a buck, you will like Microbinge. The best part about Microbinge is that you can make money promoting us. Every member you sign up, will, you will make a dollar. So sign up today and become part of the social networking family. Binge on what you love with MicroBinge. And it's basically looks like Facebook. It has a kind of Facebook setup. All right, guys. I want to talk about that's enough bullshit. And I bet you I lost about a million, not a million. I wish I had a million people to lose. Uh, I lost, I don't want to lose anybody turning off 
about the, all these commercials. I hate commercials myself. But all right. Um, one thing uh, I wanted to talk about the the child that died while in U.S. custody. Uh, what kind? Um, when I saw this, I don't know if you guys saw this. This kid, uh, the seven-year-old child, went into shock and died be, uh, because of uh, a migrant child. She was brought here fr- fleeing the failed one of the failed states that we helped create and um the i just i want to play what's her face zinc what's her, not zinky um he's another one nielsen Chris, Kristen nielsen if she ain't if she doesn't remind me of ilsa of the ss i don't know what who does i could see her in a nazi uniform as clear as day as i look at her she is uh, in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. I have said it for years, and it's not just the way they look; it is what they do, because she can look like uh, not as Aryan, and she'd still be a, f- a fascist. And all of the Republicans on Fox and Friends and all their propaganda channels sitting there looking concerned. Uh, it's it's just part of the the whole uh, fascist package. Uh, anyway, because let me just let me just play this because this um, kid died. So let's see. The Department of Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen blamed the death of a seven-year-old migrant girl in U.S. custody on her family. During an appearance on Fox and Friends early Friday morning, the girl identified as Jacqueline Cal. C-A-A-L, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but from Guatemala, arrived with her father in a group of 163 migrants at the U.S. border in New Mexico on December 6th. She reportedly began having seizures after she was detained and had a temperature of more than 105 degrees. Officials say that Cal did not, uh, Cal had not eaten or consumed water for several days. And Why? Um, she died with, if you're in custody and you're not given water, uh, there's some, there's something fundamentally, something, uh, uh, wrong with that. What happened? How do you not give the people that you have brought into custody? How do you not give them the basic necessities to live, to water, a toilet, some food, shelter? You, you filthy bastards. These people have traveled across a desert to gain the freedom that you take for granted, that, that you think is so, it, it's going to run out. It's spilling through your hands like water, right? Like the water you wouldn't give the girl. Because the, they have a policy, here's the thing, of, of making it as difficult as possible on these migrants these are could you imagine now i think in years to come it's going future generations will look at this as we uh, as this generation as as the generations after nazi germany look back on nazi germany and those who turned away the jews fleeing oppression that sentenced them to die 
with their indifference and their inaction and their outright hostility towards those who were who were fleeing the oppression. It's the same thing. There is no difference between that. Now, you know that future generations are going to look at this and they're going to be reviled by these filthy fascist bastards. And how many times have I said that tonight? It's just, it's, it's finally, it's really out in the open now. They are fascists. We, it's not just me saying it. We are all saying it. Even in the mainstream media, you hear them say it. I'm glad to hear them say it, finally. There's a lot of denial going on, too. There, there a lot of these mainstream pundits are saying, oh, well, the, the system is holding. It's hold- No, it's not. It's not holding when you're, and we're lucky enough when cases go to courts that haven't been compromised by fascists, but the Republican Party, that's what the Republican Party is doing. They are, they're packing the courts with flunkies and authoritarians and fascists and, and corporatists and people who, when cases go up the chain to the court, that they will nullify it. So a, a case, let's say, uh, of this this horror, horrific event, if it gets into the hands of the of the, a fascist flunky, that the a, an unqualified justice that the Republicans have put there, because the, for the only reason is to cover their crimes, then we're sol. Democracy is shit out of luck. And it's not the system will not hold under that. You can't allow fascists to to stack the game to put in uh, the referees that are going to always call the game in their favor. You know, so that's what they're doing. But that is exactly what the Nazis did. So they're not stupid. They 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 may not be. Um, well, yeah, they are stupid. What am I saying? But they they may they're ignorant of history too. They don't realize what that what they're doing is exactly playing the, right out of the Nazi playbook. They don't get it. They don't understand it. But that's it's sort of like a fish has got to swim, a bird has got to fly, a fascist has got to pack the courts. That's what they do, you know. So whether the Republicans realize it or not. A fascist got to pack the courts. They got to take over the means of communications. They got to sully. They got to rig the. Uh, they got to rig elections. They got to um, kick down on brown people or the other. This is the, the. These are the characteristics. Whether they realize it or not, they're 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 doing it. So, but so. Uh, the uh, back to this article it says that she died about 24 hours after she was taken by helicopter to a hospital in El Paso where where Cal died of dehydration and shock the Washington Post reported so when i read this it reminded it said it wasn't clear if uh, the girl was given food water or medical treatment before she fell ill what do you think if she went into shock because she was she was dehydrated do you think she was given water? No, because they have a policy of making it as uncomfortable as possible, up and up to and including the murder of children now. So not only do we murder journalists here in the United States, do Republicans turn their backs on the murder of journalists of the of members of the fourth estate that are so vital to democracy that the that our founders put in they put protections for them into the first amendment of our founding document so not only that that uh, but we are uh, you know 
being what was I gonna say? Whatever. You see what I'm saying? This is what happens. I get brain farts. Uh was she given food or medical treatment before she fell ill? What do you think? Of course not. Would she have died if she was given water? But that's what they do. This is this is the policy. They're they making they're making it as difficult as possible to for these people to come over because they they think that's a deterrent, whether they're gonna kill them or not. They're they're inhumane. So I I just wanted to play this let me let me play this this uh, Ilsa of the SS bitch on Fox News. Hold on, here we go. About this little girl, the seven-year-old migrant girl that uh, was taken into Border Patrol custody and then died of dehydration and exhaustion. Yeah, it's it's heart wrenching, is what it is, and my heart goes out to the the family, uh, all of all of DHS. Uh, you know, this is just a very sad example of the dangers of this journey. This family chose to cross illegally. Uh, what happened here was they were 90, about 90 miles away from where we could process them. Uh, they came in such a large crowd that it took our Border Patrol folks mm -hmm. a couple uh, times to get them all. Uh, we gave immediate care. We'll continue to look into the situation. But again, I cannot stress how dangerous this journey is when sure. migrants choose to come here illegally. Yeah, I understand she had 105 fever and you guys uh, got her over to a hospital in El Paso. We're unable to, uh, to save her life. Her heart goes out to her? How, how, did, how what do you mean your heart goes out? You've got to have a heart for it to go out to anything. They don't have a heart. I, I have to stress the danger of this journey. Well, why the fuck do you think they're doing it? Why are they they're doing it? They're taking a stroll? Let's go, honey. Let's take a stroll across the desert so we can wipe some white person's ass in the United States and clean their shitty golden toilets. Is that why? Let's go, honey. Everything's so peachy here. Let's take a stroll across a thousand miles of desert so we can, what, uh, be denied entrance? You don't do that, that journey unless you're desperate. That's why they're doing it. They, they're trying to live. It's their. It's like it's like when Republicans cut off your health care. You know that's why health care isn't a true market. You know Republicans are all about the free market. We know, right? But health care isn't a market because you got a gun to your head when they're when they say you that it's basically your money or your life. When they say to you, you you are you have this sickness, you will do whatever it takes to get well. So you're not you're at the mercy of you will pay whatever it takes. You will pay any price. It's the same thing when the mi with the migrants. They're not um, taking a stroll, a Sunday stroll. They're they're leaving. They're fleeing the failed states. They're fleeing violence. They're trying. They are. They want to live. They want to live in peace. They want to grow up. They want their little their children, their seven year olds to make it to age eight. For Christ's sake. And when they choose to come here illegally is because these filthy fascist bastard Republicans have closed the ports of entry. They have made it a chaotic situation. And But in fact, as we know, the there are less people coming here because of what they don't want to be with this orange asshole. They they know um, they're go they're going other places. They're trying. They got to get the hell out. But they the fact is the the numbers of people tr of trying to cross are uh, have gone down. But the Republicans have, they say you got to show up at a port of entry. That's what they're trying to do. But Republicans have closed the ports of entry. So when you're going across a desert and you're gonna die, you're like oh shit. 
I, 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 I'm going to go right here and, and, and turn myself in. They're not fleeing. They're not trying to come in here illegally so they could, uh, what, clip, uh, clip your hedges, mow your lawn, you effing jerk, uh, pick your apples or something. Who the hell knows? I mean, these idiots, these morons. And also, so Kristen Nielsen going on, that it was watching her um, blame the the child and her father. They, she should be commending her, commending the, the father for doing everything it took to bring his daughter to safety, to try, to try to give her a life that she can make it to eight and become a productive member of society. What kind of a citizen? Wouldn't you rather have somebody, a citizen like that, here in the, in the United States, who knows what it takes to obtain freedom, who knows how tenuous it is, who would who would put everything on the line to risk their own lives for it, instead of these cushy, blonde, uh, uh, kick-up, kiss-down fascists who sit in their ivory towers concocting ways to, to make sure that people never have a shot of every of everything that she was handed. Just by mere accident of birth, that bitch. And she's on Fox News with these fascist fucks talking about how they, uh, she's heartbroken. You're bullshit. You, you don't have a heart, honey. You need a heart for it to break. You know, there's nothing there. There's nothing there but whatever that puppet master fascist con man tells you is going to be there. Because the, that's how democracy dies. It dies on the backs of people who have absolutely no integrity. They don't care. They will say anything, do anything, because they're, they're just as empty as that freak that they call president. They're just as uh, fragile and fearful, and, and they're ju they will say anything. Just like how Trump has no qualms getting up and taking a picture in, a, in, a, in an event that he has absolutely no business being in or uh, being a part of, just like he doesn't care. It's the uh, same thing with, with Kirsten Nielsen. What the hell does she know? You think she would ever uh, put her ass on the line, walk across a desert, do anything? This bitch has never skipped lunch. She's never sacrificed a goddamn lunch, much less know what it's like to, uh, uh, you know, put everything on the line to 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 live this i mean so um i don't know if you guys saw it too the other thing is that they they they've been the border patrol has been dumping the water out as the so there's a group that leaves water for the migrants as they're crossing the desert you know because without water well, you can live without food for like 30 days you can't live without water you will die. You will. You will be like that seven-year-old. And as for a seven-year-old body to break down, like that, the I mean, life. You, uh, your body. You want to live. So that's a. She must have been in uh, a real in a true crisis. Obviously, she's dead. But they. How? What would it have taken for the border patrol to give her some effing water? They, and I bet you they don't give a shit. That's the thing. Even if the father said, my daughter is in crisis, my daughter needs water, in, in his language, what, they probably ignored him. They said nothing to him because he's not human. 
It didn't matter the uh, the uh, intensity or the uh, urgency. They ignore them. They laugh at them. They, and so they have video because the people that were putting the water out were uh, actually caught on tape because they, they wanted to see who was kicking the water over. Who was dumping this water? Why would you why would you do that? You're sentencing people to death regardless of what you think of whether they they're coming in legally. These are people that are trying to they are trying to present themselves legally at a port of entry as our treaties require us to in, allow them to do because we supposedly after World War II learned the lessons of history and said Never again. When the Jews said never again, we said, yeah, hell right. Never again. Because uh, so we will make it we will be party to this law that says that you, you have the right to present yourself and as a as a refugee, as a migrant and have your day in court. Whether they get to stay is another story. Right. So, but you're allowed to to show up and say, I'm fleeing violence. I'm fleeing oppression. I'm fleeing the failed states that the United States helped create. But so they, they this group, uh, I think it's called No More Death or something, or uh, uh, put the water in the uh, on the trail, and they they wanted to see who was kicking it over. So here's a little uh, clip. Newly released video appears to show Border Patrol agents kicking and dumping out gallons of water left out for migrants. Pick up this trash. Somebody left on the trail. For years, the humanitarian group No More Deaths has been placing these supplies in areas where border crossers frequent on their way from Mexico into the United States. Over the last decade, the bodies of more than 7,000 people have been found in the desert. And people spend anywhere from three days to a month crossing through the desert. And so, you know, finding a water bottle, um, finding a, a cache of water gallons that could possibly help them um, is incredibly impor important and life-preserving. Their efforts are controversial. People have incredible push factors that cause them to cross. And the idea that someone is more likely to cross because they heard that in a in the area in which we work, they might come across some water gallons is, is absurd. Since 2015, their water drop sites have been vandalized 415 times, resulting in more than 3,500 gallons of water spilled. So they put out game cameras to try to catch who was doing it and posted the video to their Facebook page, calling on Border Patrol for a policy change. The border enforcement policy is a is using the risk of death as a deterrence to crossing, and we've found that that has um, caused a crisis of death and disappearance in the U.S.-Mexico borderlands. Can you believe that? That, how vile? Who are these? Do you see that bitch fucking kicking those bottles of water over? That that little pudgy uh, water border patrol woman agent? As a woman, I, I always, I find that uh, uh, unbelievable. You're kicking water First, you you have sentenced someone to death. Somebody who is, I mean, I, I I can't even wrap my mind around it. There, what what do you think? You you really have to hate brown people to to do that. 
to uh, and then you go home at night and you pet your dog and you pet your cat and you kiss your kids and you and you say USA USA right you say thank God bless America I'm so glad I'm free um how do you sleep at night and you're brushing your teeth and you're making your fucking cup of noodles and shit with the water uh, meanwhile there's a seven year old who's dead because she couldn't get a goddamn glass of water under your care and you're kicking water over how i mean there you go that's the banality of evil that is how you know they've done a lot of studies it doesn't matter whether you're an american or a german or whatever that how authoritarian how fascism can take over how authoritarian what is it the um the uh what is that school that did this the this the experiment the stanford right stanford stanford prison experiment in the 70s where they because the um after world war 2 they thought how is it how is that possible that good decent people that uh were considered themselves free could um follow a this, this this monster and 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 be a party to such heinous crimes against humanity and how because the uh it's it's in a lot of human hearts it is uh this authoritarian tendency where either you are an authoritarian or you want to be an authoritarian or you're you're an authoritarian follower so they separated the 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 people into prison inmate these are these were students into inmates and guards and apparently one of the guards in particular he became like the the worst he from a student from an everyday student and he knew that uh, he the other people in the experiment they were just students too but he 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 got off on the uh on the abuse the way that he treated the 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 prisoners these aren't even prisoners they were they were students they, so but he really got into his role this guy and uh went and because yeah, every he put on the uniform and uh you know started to abuse his uh fellow students and i've seen um clips on youtube of after the fact of the the students coming together and have discussing with this particular student that uh became the kind of a nightmare for the rest of the students and how the the prisoners the quote unquote prisoners in the experiment how they were psychologically affected by this guy that it really gave them PTSD for years that they that they were so abused by this by this one uh you know from, by this guy and this event but that's how it is it's it's the herd mentality it's uh so the border patrol agents they come across water why uh why would you kick it over you're um because you don't care you don't consider them humans if they die it's not their concern that 7000 corpses are left in the desert they don't give a shit they're uh, they'll 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 do it again they there's something not um there's so it's just something so vile about doing that water when you think about water it's uh it's it, you need it it's like cutting off somebody's air 
you why would you cut off the their one chance at life and i mean i i why i don't know because they're fucking republicans you know these are uh you know they're followers that's it they're uh these are people that voted for trump they think well, i mean maybe i'm not maybe i'd be surprised you know what i mean when if i ever i would love to speak to that woman and ask her like what were you thinking when you were kicking that water over when you um, and then they the guy was saying oh we found a lot of trash here ha 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 and they're laughing meanwhile there's a now there's a 7 year old who's dead i'm not saying that they, i mean they're they're clearly related though there's clearly a problem we have instead of approaching the problem like mature human beings who are uh, um, who are humans, right? We are approaching it like monsters. Not we're, they are, Republicans, because they're in charge, because they manipulated this system of government to the point, and they have power when they have no business being near power. They are, they are not fit to have power. That's just the bottom line. When you're kicking over water, when you're, it, when you cannot even, um, when you create chaos, that's the thing. He's Trump and Republicans have created chaos everywhere they, everywhere they go, everything they touch, from the from the ACA. That's all they can do. They create chaos. So they don't like they don't like Obamacare because it has Obama's name on it. Chaos. Boom. It's like they have a magic wand. Let me put chaos in this. Everything they touch turns to chaos. The border, we, uh, what if we had a problem before? Yeah, sure. Um, instead of fixing the problem, they make it worse. Chaos. Boom. Chaos. And on top of it, the, meanwhile, you know, while they're destroying lives, killing migrants, tipping over water and all, uh, uh, that we're, we're tarred with this, um, throughout the world now, Instead of being a beacon of freedom, I mean, it's so it's so ridiculous to say in democracy, we're we're like a pariah in the in the Western democracies, from excusing murder to uh, ensuring that being so vile that seven year olds are dying in our custody because we can't give them water, it's. Um, do you feel proud to be an American when you think about that? Uh, I used to I be so naive that I used when I was a child, I thought, oh, when I learned about American history, I thought, oh, I'm, I, 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 I'm very happy that we're the good guys. That's what I used to think when I was a child, that we were, we were, uh, you know, we were against the Nazis and my father was a big World War II enthusiast, buff, buff or whatever. He read a lot of books about it, and I would watch documentaries, and he he was part of the reason I, ha I have such a love for history today, but um, <clears throat> I remember watching these documentaries and whatnot and thinking, oh, well, I'm glad we're, we were on the right side of this. We're the good guys, right? But are we the good guys now? Are we, are we, we're not the good guys anymore. We're, I mean, of course, obviously, we have a lot of failings, and we have since uh, th this sh very young country was created. But, 
you know, at least on paper, we were trying. We were trying to live up to our ideals, at least in the public. You know, it's sort of like if you have a fucked up house and, a, you know, you have a dysfunctional household and to, but uh, the neighbors think, you know, you keep your lawn nice and clean and your house is painted and the, the, and everything looks groomed and it looks kind of put together. But inside, there's there's uh, fighting and uh, the kids are, you know, fucking addicted to opioids and shit. So that's what it's like, you know. At least we were on the outside, we were... We were presenting a, a united front that we were for freedom and democracy, but you know, as much as behind closed doors, we were, uh, we had a lot of work to do and growing up to do. But now we don't even, we don't even care to mow our lawn. We don't even care to paint the fence or put on a show. We're like in league with, uh, with murderers, butchers, and, and uh, people who literally dismember the members of the first, of the fourth estate we don't even care that we're in league with the worst actors uh, the worst authoritarians on the planet i mean and this is why we have to get rid of the republican party and make them a permanent minority party they cannot be a majority party and uh, it's like when I watch that that person kicking over that uh, the water, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, it's just I was watching this thinking like, you know, I mean, obviously I'm making a judgment because I'm like this person is clearly a Republican. I mean, maybe she's not. I would be surprised, really. And I guess if uh, she isn't a Republican. It's, let's say she's, I, I doubt it though. Who knows though? I mean, I guess it's, uh, we're all capable of horrific things, but I don't know. I really, I don't see, um, somebody who is a self-aware, who understands what's going on in, uh, uh, south of the border, why these migrants are coming. Uh, I don't see somebody doing that. But uh, anyway, I could be wrong. But I think that, uh, you know, it's like there's your rugged individual for you. Going, going along, with, they have their border uniforms on. So that creates that sense of, you know, they're, they're in that group of people. And then so you don't want to be the one that says, hey, we shouldn't be kicking these, these, uh, this, this water over. That's fucked up. But they, so there, there they are, kicking, kicking, dumping the water all together. Like not one of them could stand up to the others and say there's something wrong. And if they're just following orders, we know that that's not. We we prosecuted Nazis for just following orders. They that's what they said. That was we said to the Nazis that just following orders is not a defense. You are a, a sentient being, and you're not an automaton. You're not a you're not a computer that you just. Well, this was in the forties, but they they you're just following orders is not a defense. You're you have free will. You you have uh, a mind and eyes and um, and a heart and a morality, and you should say no. Um. When people are crossing a desert, we don't kick fucking water over in the middle of a desert. There's something really inhumane about that. The same way when you're 
carting people into concentration camps just following orders ain't going to cut it. So what's the difference? You're either one is on a mass scale, the other is just a small inhumane uh, atrocity. Um, but we're seeing the results of it. Is this a policy that they're following? Or is the, are these rogue elements? Hey, let's go fucking kick some water over so migrants are going to die of thirst. Of all the things to die of, what a horrible death for a child, for anyone. And um, you're, this is what you're doing? And then you go home and you, 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 know, you don't think about it anymore? The USA, you've, you've done your job for democracy? It's uh, it's beyond vile, but that's what Republicans have brought us to. These are people who they they have they've elevated a traitor to the highest executive office on the planet. Okay, think think about that. That's what they've done, and they knew he was a traitor before they did it. You see, they don't. It's not like they're like, holy shit, we we. Whoops, whoopsie, we got a traitor here. Let's uh, let's get rid of this traitor. No, they're like, holy shit, uh, we got a traitor. He's going to win, and he he's going to make us fucking rich. So um, our donors are going to be really pleased. They're going to they're gonna invite us to a lot of parties and uh, F everybody. So um, here we go, everyone. Hold on to the traitor. We're going for a ride. And uh, it's like being in uh, like a, you know, you're holding on to like a runaway train or something, but they're holding on. And uh, in fact, the where was this? The uh, Republicans, when it came out, because Michael Flynn is being sentenced and uh, I mean, Michael Cohen got sentenced as uh, this is Trump's personal lawyer, gets sentenced to uh crimes and uh the you know, Trump Republicans they don't give a shit. So here's here's what they said. I have to get all the facts and I'm gonna wait. Take a step back and wait till we have a more complete picture. If you phrase it, am I concerned that the president might be involved in a crime? Of course. Um, the question is then whether or not this so called hush money is a crime. Uh, Republican Utah Senator Orrin Hatch took it one step further. I, I don't care. All I can say is he's doing a good job as president. I don't think he was involved in crimes, but he, even then, you know, uh, you can make anything a crime under the current laws. If you want to, you can blow it way out of proportion. You can do a lot of things. That is Senator Orrin Hatch here in 2018. I want to show you a different Orrin Hatch from 1999. Uh, back then, Senator Hatch slammed then-President Bill Clinton for what he referred to as crimes of moral turpitude, while saying the following when voting to convict Clinton in his impeachment trial. So quoting Senator Hatch from 99, this great nation can tolerate a president who makes mistakes, but it cannot tolerate one who makes a mistake and then breaks the law to cover it up. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, yeah. So, but the the point of that of what I played was, and hopefully you can hear it over the Raymar and Flanagan commercial. But uh, <laughs> this is what you get with Tara Buster, you know what I mean? But um, is that they don't care? You see what I'm saying? It's like, eh, what's a little crime? In fact, Giuliani said. So what? Like this is what I'm saying. Like it is the, for years. Republicans are like, oh, 
what about the children? What about, you know, oh, uh, we can't have uh, a president who got a blowjob in the Oval Office. How am I going to explain it to my children? It's, but now it doesn't matter, right? What, what Trump does, oh, well, what's a little crime? And I mean, we're to the point where chil- you know, children are dying in our custody. We have a traitor to the, uh, so those are, you talk about collateral, collateral damage. The, the, the people at the border, the children who are dying at the border, those, that's collateral damage for Republican greed and power. Those people are in that situation because Republicans need to, up, need to stir up hatred and division. So they've created this chaotic situation only so they can maintain their greedy, bony, rapaciously greedy fingers around the neck of power. There, those people, that child died. So Republicans had a chance in their electoral, uh, you know, on the, on the electoral map to please their base, you see? So that, that's Republicans. They don't give a shit. There's, that's collateral damage. Um, they will create chaos. They know that immigration makes uh, the Republican base, uh, the make, it motivates them. And that's why when, when, when um, the Chuck and Nancy went to meet with Trump in the Oval Office and they wiped the floor with him, he, that's all he wanted to talk about was the wall, the wall, right? So, but they, they created this problem. It doesn't matter that Trump is a traitor and all that. It's, that is their, la- their lifeline, whether it's dead uh, migrants it's ironic, right? Dead migrants are the Republican lifeline. That's what they want. They want it because the, uh, they need their base to be afraid and to be motivated to be, oh, a migrant is coming. Uh, uh, freedom. I love freedom. And I need to go vote for the, for the traitor, regardless, regardless of the fact that they're all in cahoots and operating against the interests of our country. They hate this country. Like, you know, the NRA from the NRA, they're all in, in uh, bed with these foreign anti-democratic agents from, from uh, authoritarian countries. I mean, think about it, how sick this is. This is what we're up against. We're not just up against an opposition party. We're up against anti-democratic authoritarian dictators who want to dismantle this government, this grand experiment in liberal democracy, just like Republicans hate hate democracy, but and they they hate it. It's like they hate it so much they will do. They're basically doing the bidding of an anti-democratic foreign dictator, and uh, so and in that fray, uh, they're luckily they have some. They have a caravan they can politic off of and create uh, some death so they could, you know, the death is, uh, that's oops, oopsie, my heart goes out, oopsie, whoopsie doopsie, seven-year-old will never be eight. Oh, well, uh, Kristen Nielsen um, will, she'll take some, you know, she'll go out to dinner in Washington, D.C., and somebody will confront her and, re- and Republicans will get all upset. So, um uh, anyway, all right. I hope I'm uh, making some sense, but we need um, to, like I always say, stick together. Uh, we will win. We will win eventually. 
this is we're in very dark times um but uh we can never give up because it's always darkest before the dawn i know it sounds stupid but the the one gift that trump has given us is that he has pulled the covers off of exactly what we are up against and we're up against uh treason god damn it treason greed hatred and uh we will win because we're on the right side of history right side of humanity we would never kick over fucking uh bottles of water in the desert we know that so um guys keep coming back every week from six to eight i will see you here my name is tara devil and like i say we stick together we win and we will win so i will see you guys next week